quote, a member of a narcotics task force calmly called 911 to report that a mentally unstable colleague had opened fire with a machine pistol after being caught burglarizing the group's evidence room, end quote. UPI archives. In the July 8, 1995 Spokesman's Review article, Deputy Sergeant Jack Hudson was charged with killing two of his colleagues. They surprised him in the evidence locker when he was stealing from the task force evidence. Jack was popular with his colleagues. He was Rookie of the Year, and he was a member of the elite Drug Enforcement Task Force. His boss did not expect to find him on the other side of the law. He stated in the article that Jack was an exemplary employee, and they all looked up to him. Evil men don't understand justice. That's the focus of this podcast series. In this episode, Larry is going to talk about two fallen heroes, Lieutenant Danny Elkins and Sergeant Michael Crow. They were very helpful in trying to get the case prosecuted through the county attorney. He will talk about some of the things that happened. However, more details are written about in the book, Path of the Devil. There was a part in the book that I'd like for you to expand on a little bit about the evidence locker. How is that connected to the path of the devil? It is strongly connected. The connection was kind of surprise. I was working the Mirage case. Janet Poetano was the United States attorney. And I was having problems getting this case prosecuted. Everybody wants to end this case. They were pushing so hard for factual. I couldn't get anybody prosecuted. So I went to the person that was in charge of the Southwest Border Alliance Narcotic Task Force, and that was Lieutenant Danny Elkins. I decided to take this case. Maybe we could take it to the county attorney's office and go for state charge instead of federal because the Mirage family is well known in that community. And when Lieutenant Elkins looked at the hard work that I put into the case, and he came back the next day after he viewed the stuff that I gave him, he said, Larry, you got these guys. I don't understand why they don't prosecute the brothers up in Phoenix, Arizona. Let me go down and talk to the county attorney that runs the narcotic unit. She looked at it and she said, wow, there's a strong connection here because we've been trying to get these brothers for years and years. We could never do that because of corruption. And Lieutenant Danny Elkins said, we're going to take this case with the county attorney. We were excited and we were ready. A few days later, my boss said, I have a cop from the border of San Luis, Arizona. He's going to be signed to the office. I want you to start working with him and tell him about the Mirage case because I want you to get ready for the prosecution on the county level because of Lieutenant Danny Elkins. And his backup was a guy by the name of Sergeant Michael Crow. Michael Crow is a sergeant. Danny's the lieutenant. Very connected to the Yuma community. The cop giving him information about what's going on turned out to be he was corrupt. The reason why I say that because he went right to the county attorney and her assistant and told him, if you take this case, someone's going to get hurt. That's unheard of. A cop don't do that. They're really worried because I was getting so close. You know, who cares at that moment of dighting the Mirage brothers? But then I thought maybe I can get all this corruption that would come out of the woodwork because the Mirage brothers are not loyalty to anyone. So they're going to give me names of corrupted cops on the United States side. And I think that's where the problem lies. A corrupted cop that was assigned to Danny Elkins and Mike Crow's office, he was going back and forth. 
And now he's with me and he knows all about the brothers. And he th made a threat to both of them. And Lieutenant and I, Danny Elkins, talked several days before he went on his brief vacation with his son to go fishing. He knew about the Mirage brothers. He knew about the case because I gave the case to him to work together. Why didn't the United States Attorney's Office, Janet Napolitano, didn't want this case? They should, because these guys were involved with so many crimes, they targeted DEA agents to get them killed. Their connection with the key Camarena, with the phone calls that went into the house. He knew the case, knew it very well. And Danny and I, friends, it was July 5th, 1995. I'm running on the canal through the Orange Grove and the Living Groves in Yuma, Arizona. It was early in the morning. Working for the Narcotics, DEA, Drug Enforcement Administration, I had to relieve some stress. A U.S. Marshal on a bicycle, and he rode up the old dirt road and come up to me, but he had this real sad look on him. And I said, what's wrong? He said, Larry, Danny Elkins was killed last night with Mike Crow. Danny and Mike were killed last night? What happened? I was really thinking they were assassinated by the Mexican cartel. We had another corrupted cop, Jack Hutchison. He ended up killing Lieutenant Danny Elkins and Mike Kroll. How can you do that to a lieutenant that was good to him, but he killed both of them? In terms of the evidence locker and the evidence that was there, I assume that part of the connection is that some of the evidence, your case, was also available in that evidence locker. And so they were getting rid of some of that. Actually, we never know because Danny Elkins and the sergeant, Mike Kroll, with a custodian agent, knew they were losing evidence from their evidence vault. Now, DEA had no control to that. So they knew, and they set up a camera, and they seen the person that was going in and out of the evidence vault still in evidence, and that was Jack Hutchison. When they confronted Jack Hutchison on July 4th, Jack was already inside the office spaces destroying evidence until Lieutenant found him doing that. This is the end of this episode of Evil Men Don't Understand Justice. We hope you will join us again next week for more true stories from Larry and Rin. You may also enjoy Larry's other books, Fighting My Greatest Enemy, Myself, Home is Never the Same, and Life's a Journey Between Heaven and Hell. These books can be found at pathofthedevil.com or larryrayharden.com.